0: Hey everyone, I'm Sarah James, a beauty blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast about two women trying to tackle better self-care. We are both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet we find it elusive. And while we may have all the info we need, we don't always get there. From the silly to the serious, we are taking a vulnerable yet humorous look at body, mind, and spirit and maybe a touch of the random, all while looking at the distractions and defenses that keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys, well, we are rounding the corner to Thanksgiving. I'm going to be chatting with author James Swigert. He wrote a book called If You Say So. We're going to be talking about how to deal with toxic family members. Um, but first, I'm here with Claire
1: and we're going to do a quick self care check in. And Claire, I know yours is actually related to Thanksgiving. It is. Um, to our friends out there, I think everyone knows that I'm a two, Enneagram, 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 Enneagram two. The helper, the. I host yeah. freaking Thanksgiving every host. year, you guys. I do host. So guys, this is the first year I'm not hosting. I'm giving it up, and I'm having a very hard time with it.
0: Okay. Wait, okay. First of all, I just want to provide a little background that not only do you host Thanksgiving your, for your family, um, I do believe your exes are involved, both of your exes. Oh, yeah. um, every parent of all of the exes and current spouses. Let's and- just
1: give our give our friends a, <laughs> a picture. Between Kristen and I, I counted this in the car today, we have 12 kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We could be like, we could have a TLC show. We could. Totally. So yeah, I usually host his, mine, ours, theirs.
0: Yes. Plus some random neighbors
1: thrown in. And to be fair, that is more because I like to control the situation. Yeah. (laughs) Believe me. I mean, I host a lot of things too. We have that in common. Yeah. Like that's less two, more three. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I like having everybody together. And I feel like the only way I can do that is if I host it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, giving that up is really hard. Well, how did this come about? My grandma. Okay. Has always hosted for years and years. Okay. And sometimes we'd rotate if the you know, she wasn't feeling well or something like that. But they live in Palm Springs. Right. And a few years ago, I gave myself permission to not go to Palm Springs. Right. And that was hard. Yeah. But with as many kids as we have, it's just easier. And driving to Palm Springs on on Thanksgiving is, that's a lot of time in the car. That is So anyway, I started hosting. My grandparents are getting older. Yeah. And so now her daughter wants to host. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so after many conversations, emails, and text messages between our family, we are going there. Okay. And I fought really hard for it. But I will be honest, there is this like sense of relief coming over me. Oh gosh. My, My house God. doesn't have to be clean. Totally. I don't have to be decorated. The oven totally. that currently doesn't work, I don't have to fix. Yep. So yep. I'm trying to find the positive part yes. of it. But still, like, I'm still finding things on Pinterest I want to make and, like, Uh impress people with. (laughs) Well, then come over to – you know, I always do the friends and
0: neighbors thing after Thanksgiving. Oh,
1: that's the fun one. You should just help me co-host that. I'm down for that. Okay. I have a really great brie. Oh, see, I gave up dairy. Damn it. Well, you
0: can (laughs) cheat on Thanksgiving, right? Is there,
1: like, a vegan brie? No, okay.
0: No, there's
1: definitely not.
0: That's disgusting. Is there an
1: is there an oat milk
0: brie? No, okay. No, that's not happening. <laughs> well, you know what? I think that that's a big deal. I think it's a big deal to give up something that you really care about and that you love doing, but that you know adds stress. So much stress. That's really hard. I mean, especially for our personality types. Like I like to travel over Thanksgiving with the kids. Um, or Christmas. Last year, we went to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. The year before, I think we went to Haiti. Like, we, I like to do big trips. Big
1: international trips. And
0: I have just been so stressed lately, and my health is still, you know, this surgery that I had. My Kristen
1: hasn't surgery. had a breath in two months.
0: Yeah, it's still <laughs> – I'm still recovering from that. Yes. I'm, I'm still tired, and it's still stupid. So I gave up. We're not traveling at all for Thanksgiving wow. or Christmas. which. You know, those are prized times because my son now plays football all summer. Mm-hmm. So those are the times we can go. And we're not going anywhere. We're just going to be at home because I feel like I I just need my sanity more than I need the excitement of a trip.
1: And I will say, too, they're they're at the age where being home isn't as hard during, like, a season. Like, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, they can go yeah. off and do things. Yeah. Versus, like, when they're a little bit younger. Like, yeah. we felt the need to, like, we have to, like, entertain them exactly. with things. Like, we yeah. don't do camp anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Like, wake up eat some Halloween candy. (laughs) Totally.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. They're easy. Um, But yeah, I actually, um, one thing I have just done as Thanksgiving approaches, (laughs) we have this gratitude bulletin board that I made like years ago. Yes, I mean, it's actually very dated. It's got like, (laughs) but it's tradition. It's tradition. I mean, it's, it is just an old school bulletin board, like a teacher bulletin board that says like gratitude across the top in like super dated letters. But, you know, we bring out pieces of paper and they use thumbtacks and it's just this sort of... um, And they get into it. They get into it. And I feel like, I have to say, as my kids are getting older, their gratitude is sucking. Like, I know that's like a hallmark of teenagers, Mm -hmm. right? That they're ungrateful, that they're self-absorbed. But I mean, I'll tell you what, my kids, I
1: just, I'm like... Sometimes it like surprises me how ungrateful my kids are. Oh, I'm
0: like, look at your
1: life. Yeah.
0: Look at your life. Like, what are you missing? Mm-hmm. I mean...
1: So much, Mom. They're missing so much. Lord. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's tough because we,
0: we live in Orange County, which I have a lot of ambivalence about. Yeah. This is not where I would choose to land, but it's where I live. Um, But, you know, it gives them a really false sense of what's normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just want to say, like, anywhere
1: else in the world, you would be so wealthy. Do you know how many times I yell at my kids? I... Don't stay at home. I'm not a stay-at-home mom. Like, that yeah. comes out of my mouth, like, four yeah. times a week. Yes. Because they have this expectation uh-huh. that because I'm home... Right. Which I work from home sometimes. Yeah. That I'm just there to serve them. Right. And that is my... Oh, my gosh. It just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. That they think that when they get home from school, that right. I'm just ready with, like, an, acti- an activity Ugh. plan. Ugh. Well, I will
0: say my kids have given that up long ago.
1: <laughs> Maybe because I never did have an activity plan. Well, to be fair, now I'm also telling your children that. Yes.
0: But my kids are more just like, you know, they want a nicer phone. Mm-hmm. They want better shoes. they and
1: Or freedoms. Like, my kids think that they yes. just have the ability. Like, my daughter last week thought that she was just going to the football game because she's in middle school now. And that's yeah. just what she does. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're 12. Relax. <laughs> you can ask for permission right. for where you're going. She shows up with, like, black lipstick on. She's like, I'm going to a football game. I'm like, um... <laughs> But it's, it's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not expectation, but, um, I don't know. There's, there's the brain fog guys. I don't know. yeah (laughs) She just thinks she's entitled.
0: Yes. Entitled. Yes. That is it. That's very much it. Yeah. I I feel the same. So. You guys have a gratitude jar though, don't you too? We do. We totally do. We never use it. I don't think anyone's put anything in that jar. It the jar is great, but I need the bulletin board because it's like, Front and center. Yes. And I almost feel like the jar, well, I love this gratitude jar I have. And I'll link up to it. It's it's a beautiful, it's really beautiful glass jar that they can write things in. But because it's always out, it just becomes white noise. Right. Whereas the Thanksgiving board is like, it's a limited time. It's like, we have two
1: weeks. To it's more of a novelty. Like They'll get more right. involved.
0: They'll, yeah. they'll do it more. So, yeah, that's where we're Do your added.
1: boys get involved in that or just the girls? Um, the boys I have to force. Yeah. yeah. I'm noticing as my boys are getting older That's not something that they gravitate to. Oh, no. (laughs) And and in fact, I mean, I would say that my boys are the more entitled, less grateful of the four. (laughs) And what's interesting about that, and my girls (laughs) do love clothes and fashion, my boys are so much more sensitive to things being cool. Yes. Like, I could go shopping for the girls, and they probably will like 70% of what I've gotten them. Yeah. Boys, not so much. Yes. Maybe 10. Yes. And I... uh, what? <laughs> I know. I yeah. mean, they're very – and that's that speaks to where we live, too, though.
0: It does. It yeah. does. I want to make a note on gratitude, too, though, and particularly about my boys. My boys are both adopted. When I'm talking about gratitude – I am never meaning that I think they oh, should of course be grateful not. they were adopted.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> they should just be grateful that they just get to live in general. Yeah, that is All never... my kids. Yeah, all my kids. Exactly. Like, I, I want them to be grateful like a
0: typical teenager, <laughs> yes. but they do not need to have any extra gratitude for having been adopted. They're allowed to be... I'm so sorry that you even have to say that. I know, but it's... I You do, but you do have to say well, it. Well, you do because there's a lot of adoptive parents out there that are still mm-hmm. pushing that narrative forward that, you know, my kids should just be so grateful.
1: A lot of unhealthy twos. Yes. <laughs> a lot of martyrs yes
0: all right well what do you have for your two thumbs up this week um
1: do I even remember oh yeah okay you're not gonna love this okay maybe not tell me you're maybe not gonna love this so uh, first of all I have a thumbs up and a thumbs down oh we'll start with the thumbs up I'm a huge Nick Kroll fan I've been a Nick Kroll fan for um as long as the show The League came out really um, yes I, I watched that one. Oh, it's so good so good um, I also came from like a sportsy family, so okay. it, it has like a sports theme. Yes. Anyway, um, he has a show on Netflix. It's an animated series. It's in its third season. Big Mouth. I've, I I know of it. It is. I have not watched. Freaking tastic! The writing is just un- okay. So first of all, it's Nick Kroll and Andrew Goldberg. Two like both of those people. Two like they're such great writers. Yes. What I also love about them is they when they do projects, they bring their friends. Yes, kind of like how Adam Sandler, you know, years ago, everything he did oh, had the same. Everything Nick Kroll is in has the same yes. people from le- from the league. They're yeah. all from the, from the yeah. league, and me, um, <laughs> Maya Rudolph's in it. Uh-huh. Um, there's probably just like a lot more people that I don't, I can't even remember right now. But because I have kids who are going through puberty, yes, it is so funny to me. It's so uh, relevant, and I mean, I rewind it and laugh again, and then I'll rewind so it funny. and laugh again. And my husband also loves it. Not something you're gonna watch with your kids. No. Super raunchy. Well, my kid
0: I know Jaft would love to watch he it. He would absolutely love I it. I think he actually does. Probably watch it in secret.
1: I mean, I feel like I would rather my kid watch this than porn, so whatever. Whatever. You yeah. know, it's like that's the battle we're fighting these days, guys. <laughs> uh, there's and, no other choices. It's porn or big mouth, Pick or, one. or like the worst <laughs> gangster rap with all the cursing. Well, yeah, don't get me started <laughs> on that. But it's so funny, so well written. I know that's a big trigger for a lot of people. If you can go into it with an open mind and understand you're going to be offended, you might enjoy it. See,
0: listen, I it's the offensive part is actually not what bothers me. I have a thing about animation. And some people do. I do. I'm weird about it. It bothers me. And specifically that kind of animation where everything is just drawn like so good. weird and
1: hairy, and I can't even. Stand I could never it. watch Futurama. I no, always thought it was I so either. dumb. But I can't I, watch any adult cartoons. But I love Archer. I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. It's so good.
0: I can't watch cartoons. I have not watched cartoons. I didn't even watch them as a child. That's very sad. It's weird. I know. It's what did you watch? I, um, I'll tell you what I watched. Fraggle Rock was acceptable. <laughs> Remember that? The Great Space God. That seems
1: oddly satanic, though. Um, Electric <laughs> Company.
0: <Okay. laughs> There's ways around it. Listen, for the – I'm sure it's like a comic – Comic-phobia or something. There's ways around it. That's hilarious. For children, but I just did not like any animation. Tom and Jerry just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Well, yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's oddly violent, too. Ugh.
0: Scooby-Doo, no thank
1: you. Oh, so good. That is show is all about being high. <laughs> like, all they do is get high and find <laughs> snacks. And then maybe solve a mystery. But anyway, so Big funny. Mouth, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I'm on this whole, like, journey of just watching funny stuff because yeah. I'm just so tired of... The horrible world. The real world being yes. just a dumpster fire. So my thumbs down. This is a whole no, is this a, This is like a new segment, guys. I mean, you know, we can do what we want. There are no rules. Have you ever been tricked by an Instagram ad? Yes, constantly. Have you ever just really believed the BS they were spewing? Yes. Right. So same. And I've been working out, I've been trying to eat healthier, but I really love cereal. Yeah. There is a company called Cereal School. I'm really sorry if this is your company, guys. I, mean, I have been served this ad many times.
0: It's like low-carb cereal, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's like all the flavors you love. Yeah. Don't do it. No. It's so bad. Oh, this makes I sad. bought like the whole starter package uh-huh. with like fruit. Lo- no, it was like tricks, the chocolatey one. Yeah. Like, Pebbles, whatever. And I was so excited. I even had like my whole milk. I was going for it. This is pre-non-dairy. Yeah. You go to the first bite. It smells yeah. like great. Right. It has this horrific, immediate aftertaste <laughs> well, that feels like acid in your mouth. It's so disgusting. I mean, really, what is a low-carb cereal even made of? Like, what what is it made of? I didn't of? even get that far. I just wanted it to be good and have one carbon, 16 grams of protein, which it does. <laughs> it just does not taste good. I no. tried to feed this to your child, who will eat anything. <laughs> he will literally eat anything. And he he's can't. like, nah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Sam, Grace, all of them, won't, they won't eat it. Okay. And so they came no. in these really cute yeah, cereal packets. Yeah, the packaging packets, is Perfect cute. to send the kids to school with. Yeah. Nope. Oh, that's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. And no, they are not sponsoring this ad. No, not so much. <laughs> well, okay, here's an alternative.
0: So I just tried <clears> – <throat> so I've been trying to do collagen, right? Yes. It's supposed to be really good for your it skin. Is. Really good for your nails. Um, but usually you're taking collagen in like a powder form, mm-hmm. right? And so and then it's trying to figure out do I have to make a smoothie every day? And it's clumpy. It's clumpy. It it it's a little strange. So there's this new company called Obvi, and they are making a collagen that tastes like cereal milk. So you know how cereal milk is- We didn't is even like- plan this. <laughs> I know we didn't even plan this. This is such a good segue. Yeah. You know how cereal milk is like the thing? Like I yeah. feel like there's like ice cream companies that are
1: Yeah, in the ice cosmopolitan, ice in Las Vegas, there's literally a place that just serves that.
0: Yeah, cereal yeah. milk. Yeah, yeah. So they have a flavor that is kind of like cinnamon toast crunch. Yum. They have a flavor that's kind of like Fruit Loop milk, and they have one that's like Cocoa Puffs milk. Um, and so you don't have to you don't have to stir it into a smoothie. You can just stir it up and drink it, and it's this is kind of like sweet drink. But it's still keto. Nice. And it's just like a lot of collagen. And collagen is supposed to be good again for your skin and nails. We all know that part. But it's also supposed to be good for gut health, which Yeah, it's really a reparative digestive system. Totally. Yeah. So I am trying to take that. It's called um the website is my
1: obvious. And I the, like it's fra- It's packaged for like very millennial. But, again, hey, I'll, sign take me up. I'll take it. I'll take it. Ninety percent of the things I buy are because they improve <laughs> the packaging. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs>
0: Um, and then my other thumbs up is just a new face and body cream that I really like. It's green. It's Dogwood Botanicals. It's their Calendula Rose, which Ooh. I love that scent, you know. Um, it's made for sensitive skin, which I have crazy sensitive skin. There's no chemicals, uh, no harsh essential oils. You can use it on your face or your body, um, and it's very soothing. Nice. If you have irritated skin, which I do, I, do. I have
1: like eczema patches, and that it kind of we come just and go. like lost all the humidity in the air the last oh, two good weeks. Grief, yeah, and my scalp and face are just like they just yeah. hurt. And what's great
0: about this one is it has 175 milligrams of full spectrum CBD <sighs> per ounce, so you're getting a little Damn, of that, that niceness. In it as well. So yeah, dogwood botanicals, calendula rose. Nice. And really nice. Oh, it's face.
1: not just face, it's body too. A face
0: or a body. Very yeah. nice. Which is nice too. I mean, I actually really when I travel like to have something that's double duty so mm-hmm. that I can
1: use the same thing on my face and my body and not pack two. Well, and for men, it's like if I give my husband two options, oh yeah, he'll use neither. That's just confusing But if I give him one, he'll be like, Okay, I know how to do this. Yeah. yeah. gotta keep it simple. Yeah. I do. But like literally he'll walk away from the two options, like, I'm out, it's yeah, too, much. too much. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we are going to chat now with James Swigert. He is going to chat with us about um, the holidays and dealing with difficult family members, which I know is resonant for a lot of us. James, thanks so much for joining us today.
2: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, first of all, help us understand what's the difference between maybe toxic family members or friends and just family members and friends who are annoying or frustrating?
2: (laughs) Uh, I think you just nailed it. I, I you know, <laughs> I think it's, um, it, 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 it's funny. I, um, I think, I think we're really talking about toxic relationships, right? Relationships that, um, and I think really listening to our intuition and listening to our gut about how people make us feel when people are, um, abusive with their words, um, I think that's, that, that's, the, that's the bell ringer. You know, I was thinking about this before we, we started and I was thinking, wow, some people aren't certain of the distinction between those two, right? There's, yeah. there's, our, there's our family that makes us yeah. uncomfortable. Um, but some people, when, when we've grown up with family members that have made us so uncomfortable for so long we just assume that that's normal, right? That's typical. Absolutely. That's just my family there. You know, we have words for people there. Oh, he's a character, you know, <laughs> uh, which is a kind of way of, of masquerading, uh, or kind of apologizing for somewhere accepting someone's behavior that may not be healthy. But you know, for me, it's, it's, it's really those people that, you know, I I'm drawn and attracted to and want to be around people that lift me up, people that make me a better me, And so, um, what I just don't do today is put myself in situations where I'm, um, not able to enjoy the holidays. And it's really about that gut check, right? It's, it's, I mean, if you're cringing going somewhere for the holidays, Mm -hmm. you might want to just stop and evaluate that. And, and, you know, I, I I, will, we'll, we'll speak about Thanksgiving since that's right around the corner here. But for me, it's really about the best Thanksgiving recipe, you know? Is is really setting healthy boundaries? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> you, know? Um, f- you know, first of all, obviously it's 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 about gratitude. So really f- focusing on everything I'm grateful for this week. Really setting healthy boundaries, not putting myself in situations um, that uh, you know are going to, to to impede me from really feeling grateful. Um, and then sometimes you know when when relationships are really toxic, and if there's people listening that are. You know, cringing, going home or going to their particular house for Thanksgiving—that might be a red flag. You might want to listen to that because we can detach with love. You know, we Mm -hmm. don't—we don't need to subject ourselves to to abusive behavior, even if it's subtle, verbal, emotional, or or or, you know, that 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 sort of thing. So, but I think some people aren't aren't sure, and and I think that it's just you really got to kind of do that gut check of. You know what? What is your feeling leading up to your holiday plans?
0: That's right. You know? I mean, I mean, I think you're so right, and I have found this even to be true for myself. That when you grow up with a lot of dysfunction, it's so familiar. You don't, you don't know. You know, um, and for me, one of the ways that I've learned to kind of do that gut check is to ask myself, "What would I tell a friend who was telling me this story?"
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: sometimes we That's can great. be more objective about other people.
2: <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. It's a family. It's, I mean, there's been so much written on it, right? (laughs) All therapy is around it and and that sort of thing. And, and for me, um, you know, I come from a family that, that, you know, early on while there was abuse, physical abuse and sexual abuse and that sort of thing, almost uh, the more painful was the ongoing cynicism, sarcasm, Mm um, you know, just that biting, acerbic. You know, language that 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 happens, and and uh, the competitiveness and the naysaying and and that sort of thing. And I and I just tolerated it for so long until mm. I was able to realize that, man, there are other ways of being, and it really wasn't yeah. making me happy. And you know, I w- I would uh, um, you know cringe, kind of subjecting myself that to the holidays because of this obligatory. Well, it's my family, right? Right. You have this kind of sense of obligation, but you know, I think. You know, I think the universe wants us to be happy. <laughs> it wants us to thrive and, and, and to thusly be amazing. And so it's really about um, gratitude for me. So I'm, I'm really trying to surround myself uh, with people who understand gratitude and practice gratitude. And then um, ultimately and, and and sometimes we just, you know, I, I, I always like to show up for the kids, so I tend to spend more time around the youngsters <laughs> than the adults yeah. when I when I go home because they're they're you know beautiful, innocent souls who understand the importance of 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 the joy of the holiday season. Right. They're hopefully so, not
0: going to be shaming you about your life choices at the dinner table, the children.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. And so when I do subject myself to that, you know, I learned long ago, it's like, I don't have to go stay at home and sleep on a couch or, you know, my old bedroom. And, you know, I found that actually getting just a cheap motel nearby and having that out and leaving yourself that out to like, I'm going to go over for two to three hours. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when, when, when (laughs) the liquor starts to flow and the conversations get even more uncomfortable and toxic, I can excuse myself
0: yeah mm-hmm. and I think that even just that simple act of having another place to stay and then having a you know kind of a limited time, one of the things I've done too is sort of planning out like, oh, we're seeing a movie. we're seeing a movie this evening, so we're gonna right. you know.
2: that's great. And for sure yeah, leaving yourself an out is right <laughs> is. or even
0: inviting them to the movie because movies no one can talk <laughs>
2: <laughs> sometimes right sometimes
0: yeah depends yeah.
2: Yeah, but for sure. I, I think that's brilliant. That's a that's a that's a great uh, tool to employ for sure. Um, what are some and- other
0: ways? You know, there's um, because I think everybody has to sort of make that decision. It's like when we when we do have toxic family members, it's like some of us will decide, you know, I'm going to go into it a little bit. Um, I'll be present for a bit, and then other people decide, you know, detaching for me looks like I'm going to make other plans. But for those of us who are like maybe walking into those toxic environments. You know, you mentioned having an out. What are some other ways that we can have boundaries in the midst of going into those situations?
2: Sure. Great question. Uh, I, and for me, it's really about I go in there with the mindset of, you know, connecting with the youngsters if the youngsters are there and just you know, seeing them, hearing them, checking in with them saying hello, acknowledging them because so many times I think the kids get overlooked and they just get, get treated <laughs> like they're not there sometimes. Yeah. But so I really like to i like to check in with the, the, the youngsters and see how they're doing if, if there's the kids around. But for me, it's really about going in with the mindset of being a service of being of service in the kitchen, being of service. If there's any garbage that needs to be taken out and I'm really focused yeah. on helping. You know, in, in, in my book, If You Say So, I talk about that that I, I, in my view in, in, in this current day and age, I think there's two kinds of people in the world. There are takers and there are helpers. And I think that the takers are easy to spot. And the helpers, the greatest people in history have all been helpers. You know, uh, Princess Di, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, you know. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Uh, you know, so many helpers in the world, they're so visible and those are the greatest people in history. And so I choose to be a helper today and I really try to see what I can bring to a situation. Um, so I'm not going in with, on the defensive, right. And so I can Mm -hmm. participate and be helpful. And it's funny because it's, um, when I first started, kind of integrating myself back into my family environment, because I don't know if you read my book, but I'm the youngest of twelve kids, so it's a big family. There's yeah. a l- there are a lot of personalities, That's and a lot. so when I first started to to get the courage and the strength to integrate myself back into the family for the holidays, when I started to just be of service and really kind of work in in being a helper, you kind of disappear and fade into the into the <laughs> into the background. Isn't it's that the a,
0: truth? It it busies your hands. It gives you a task.
2: (laughs) Sure, sure, and it's a a funny thing. My friend says he says I can hide in plain sight, and I love that. (laughs) So true. Duck and cover, Uh, but um, yeah, and it's and and plus it's fulfilling, right? You're contributing, and and um, you know you feel like you've made a difference, and all of a sudden it's it's when you're bringing something to the table. people tend to respond differently and you start to attract the other helpers in the family and the other people that 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 are kind of maybe not as not as tough to be around and and all of a sudden you start to develop new relationships with people that in your family that you hadn't really spent time with before it's actually kind of interesting it's it's almost Mm. like getting a whole new perspective on your on your family dynamic
0: well for people who are wondering like when is it time for me to stop going in? You know, if if there have been enough negative experiences um, or family get-togethers where, you know, things feel abusive, things feel shaming, when is it time to say, you know, maybe I'm just going to make different plans for myself for the holidays?
2: For sure. I I think that it's – I I used to go to certain family members – seeking validation and approval and they just couldn't they they you know uh, they, they they weren't able to give it and um, yeah because some people not only really me, aren't but, yeah and not able to even give it to themselves and Absolutely. so one That's of my mentors in order to get through to me one one time he said he said James he says there's a closet with a gorilla in it and the gorilla has a bat and you keep opening the closet door, and the gorilla smacks you over the head with the bat. Yeah, he says sooner or later you have to stop opening the closet door, you know. And so, we, I think we know when it's abusive. We know because we're coming away feeling worse about ourselves, right? We're coming away crying, or we're angry, or mm-hmm. hurt, right? And 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 it's it's just um, you know, subjecting ourselves to that kind of abuse is 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 not is not good is not healthy.
0: Yes. We live in a culture that, um, you know, we, we really value family and that that's what we see in commercials and in movies. And of course, that's what everyone wants. Of course, sure. not all of us were born into that. And for some of us, it's just not a possibility. Um, and it's sad and it's something that you have to grieve, but then, you know, it's like, it's also okay to validate a chosen family or friendships that become like family.
2: For sure. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's really what I've been able to do is is while I've been able to nurture and improve my relationships with my family of origin, I really spend most of my time with with the brothers and sisters of my choosing, mm-hmm. of um, my my chosen family of friends, and and who are who are as close to me if not closer than family, and. Um, You know, and that's that they make me a better me. And they're also the ones that give me the strength to be able to to go interact with some of my less healthy family members, because I, 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 I know it's not about me. You know, I'm a I'm a right. big fan of Don Miguel Ruiz's book, The Four Agreements. And the first one being, you know, be impeccable with your words. So I've got to be careful. I can't be cynical and sarcastic and fall into that old smart alecky role that I played in my dysfunctional family, right? And so I've got to be careful with my words. But the the second is don't take anything personally. And it's mm-hmm. really difficult That's and, and so and hard. The, it's so hard but it's if so you say important. so. If you say so, Chris yeah. <laughs> And, and, and it's, 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 it's not when you, if you read the book and you really understand how he's putting everything in context, it's really brilliant because it's, um, it's, it it can literally change your life and, and, and your view on, on, you know, because we're all going to be a victim of something in this world, right? There's just, there's no way. Suffering is
0: inevitable for sure. Yes.
2: But choosing to remain a victim is a choice. And so it's, and that's really what, what he's talking about is, is we, you know, we can continue to choose unhealthy relationships, but you know, the operative word there is choose, right? And so it's about realizing that, wait a minute, you know, I count, I matter, I'm worthy of love, I'm worthy of happiness. And, 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 and then seeking out the people that, um, um, nurture that in you and bring that out in you. And, and I think that's, that's the key, but that, that not doing anything personally is, is it's, it's a way to insulate yourself, uh, from other people's noise and nonsense.
0: Talk to me for a sec about this concept of detaching with love, because I think for a lot of us, we've sort of been socialized that detaching is rejection or, you know, that we must always stay connected to people in order to be a loving person. What is detaching with love look like?
2: Great question. So detaching with love isn't about abandonment. And some people really mistake it for that. And that's right. not what it is at all. It's really about, um, you know, I can have compassion for someone without subjecting myself to their abusive behavior. And it's, it's kind of like that, that little line that I said before, like, I love you, but I'm over here. Yeah. Where I'm around people that are safe and people that make me a better me, it's like it's it, it's not about abandonment, and it's like I can love you, but I can love you from over here because you're not being a nice person, you're not being kind, you know. And it's it's it's, it's just it's about setting a, a boundary, and I, and I think it's a common misunderstanding about boundaries because people sometimes will set boundaries and expect everyone else to honor them. And that's you know you you will be disappointed, if right? You do that. Because a boundary so,
0: isn't about forcing someone else to do something. Correct. It's about Boundaries what you'll for do ourselves. if someone else does exactly. something.
2: Exactly, exactly. And so that being able to put some distance between yourself and unhealthy people um, is is a is a form of self care, and then setting that boundary. Uh, for instance, let's use your example that you brought up about planning a movie. That you want to you want to have an out let's say it's at uh, thanksgiving and you're going to see an 8 30 movie and dinners you know at seven all of a sudden you're going to get condemnation for your choice to go to a movie there'll be judgment there'll be comments c- cynical comments um, you know and 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 you just don't have to bite you just yeah. don't have to engage in that yeah you know and that's the detaching with love is is not taking the bait you know, that's yes. I, I love you, but I'm going to an eight thirty movie.
0: Right. And proper you know,
2: hugs, embraces, and, and exit.
0: <laughs> absolutely. And I think a part of that, you know, you you mentioned people misunderstanding that you can still love someone without, you know, standing in their line of fire. I think some yeah. of that boils down to also misunderstandings about forgiveness and that you can also forgive someone without um wiping the slate clean in terms of how you engage that you can, at the same time, you can forgive someone and change the way you interact with someone. And that doesn't mean you haven't forgiven.
2: For sure. I mean, I'm glad you brought up forgiveness because that's the key to happiness for all of us. Because I think that that's, those are those, um, kind of those, those resentments and angers that we hang on to. Right. I had, um, I was, I was sexually molested by a neighbor uh, when I was very young, uh, and I had a lot of rage and anger and shame about that. Yeah. And uh, I, I had gone into a therapy session swearing that I would never forgive that person. And in, in, in saying that, I was able to realize that um, not only was, was uh, I hurting myself, but I realized that I says, this, "That's not healthy. It's not healthy to have that kind of kind of anger and rage." And so, I, I chose to seek this person out and hold them accountable for their actions because I was certain that that they, they that I wasn't the only victim. And in doing so, I found out that that, uh, that man had died in 2009, several years before I I tried to pursue him and hold him accountable. And I imagine that probably saved me some, some, some headache and and that sort of thing. But because I didn't have any closure with him, I was, uh, it was, I was, I was left with my anger. Right. And so what I had to do was I had to forgive myself Mm. and I had to ultimately forgive him. And, and what I realized was, Forgiveness is not about letting the other person off the hook. Right. It's about letting yourself off the hook.
0: Wow. Yeah. And
2: that was a huge revelation for me. Absolutely. And as a result, it cracked me open, and as I was able to walk away free. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, it took some work, and I you know in, yeah. in therapy and really kind of looking at to get compassion for obviously that person you know, um, probably was molested as a child. And that's why that person right. felt that that was okay or what have you, you know? And I just, I had to connect spiritually with, with, um, to just connect something, you know, larger than the, the issue and, and get in touch with my source energy and my spirit energy to, to, to realize that, that, you know, and I just simplify it and call it God, but this universal energy that we're all connected to is, far greater than any abuse that I can ever experience. And, and it's just, it's just, I just believe in this huge God that is connected to everything. That's, that's bigger than the IRS. That's bigger than Washington DC. That's bigger than divorce and job loss and, and bankruptcy. It's just, it's just that we've got to, you know, this it's, when we have these challenges, I think it just only pushes us to really, you know, check our faith and, and, and and nurture that relationship with ourselves. And yeah, the Absolutely. universe, essentially.
0: Well, thank you so much. I really hope that um, people can come away from this conversation feeling like they can give themselves permission that boundaries can be loving, that detaching can be loving, and that we can have a little more agency and choice with our family of origins or or with other people we're in relationship with that make us feel uncomfortable.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's a great way to summarize it for sure.
0: I appreciate it. Well, where can people find you online?
2: Thank you. Uh, JamesSweigert.com is uh, my site and that's S-W-E-I-G-E-R-T, JamesSweigert.com. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, etc. And uh, my book is available on Amazon and Audible, a hard cover as well as paperback and ebook as well.
0: All right. That's awesome.
2: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for joining us. Continue the self-care conversation with us over at Instagram at at selfie podcast.